1: <laughs> Yo, fan, this is your all from This Podcast. Yeah. Time missed podcast right. where you have yours truly, Little B at Brunelli Sports, Chris A.K.A. Hater, Supercharged at thirty three, and we have a special guest with us this week. One of my longtime friends and second time coming on to the podcast, Corey Guest. Thank you for coming on with us, Corey. Hey, good to be back. Excited. So we got a we got a pretty good rundown for you this week. We have uh talking about the Padres. No, no. The we're going to talk some Bears football because uh, unfortunately my best friend is a Bears fan and he just doesn't love- know what. Okay doesn't know what a good team is we're going to talk oh. about some uh we're going to talk about uh, some uh, I, buy and sell I, I,
0: what's that yeah i wish you were, I, I wish you were wrong about that but
2: you know I, hey, i'm sorry my i, I team know something about bad teams okay
1: i think we all know a little something about bad teams but that's a different story for a different day but let's go ahead and get into it and let's go ahead and let uh Chris, get all excited here. And let's go ahead and talk about the San Diego Padres first time ever with a local boy throwing a no no. What you got there, Chris?
2: My boy. My boy threw no no. You know what? And the funny part was, I was thinking his phone's out and he was really chill. I'm like, oh, man. do oh, so good. And I'm like, and okay, so get you know, like instead of the and I'm like, oh, here we go again. Okay, and someone's gonna drop the ball, someone's gonna fuck this up. And that's, always, that's how I was killed. 8,216. 53 years deposited, totally <laughs> and we just throw no By the way, we had a lot of close in my lifetime. I've seen four known pass the 7th inning and they get you know uh, it's no muscle ground ball or anything The impossible thing has happened. Now, my other point it's time to retire the number 44. <laughs> No, no one. No one number one. One for number one. Who? Fifteen. Cy Young winner.
1: Try I say that Musgrove is going to win a Cy Young this year? No. <laughs> Um, yeah, speaking of no-no's, I mean, that is amazing for M- Joe Musgrove, for the Padres, and everybody who is a Padres fan. I mean, I can just remember the last time the Braves were even close to a no-no, and I was watching the game at a Buffalo Wild Wings in Morgantown with one of my other best friends, Matt. And it was Shelby Miller. I don't remember if you remember Shelby Miller. Shelby Miller was this hot prospect. Oh, we not even a prospect. Shelby, we traded Shelby Miller for Danby Swanson, the number one pick <laughs> overall in the draft, after the season game with the Braves. I, I believe it was the Miami Marlins. It is the ninth inning. Two outs. We had a no-no. And it got hit. A hit on the ninth. Oh, did the, the did one Sean, out. Newcomb,
2: Sean Newcomb? Sean had a no-no hit No,
1: Sean Newcomb's never thrown a no-no. No, he, had, he oh. had one. Hey, let me
0: ask you this. Did you have other... Uh, what team were they playing? The
1: Marlins, I believe, if I remember correctly. Were there Marlins fans at the uh, at the bar? No, thank God. It's in Morgantown, West Virginia. (laughs) If I found if I found Marlin fans
2: up there, I would. And Marlin fans in Morgantown—that
0: would be something. Well, crazier stuff's happened. I mean, my first weekend in Seattle when I got stationed there. uh, I'm a White Sox fan. Uh, My buddy says, "Hey, White Sox are in town. I got us some tickets. Welcome to Seattle." Like, cool. So we go up there. It's a hell of a day. Uh, Sixth inning. I'm pretty drunk. Get pretty close to fighting with this Mariners fan. Like just standard. We're, we're standing in the in the beer section, kind of nudging each other. He sees my jersey, I see his, just you know, that general animosity. But uh Phil Humboldt made history that day. Through a perfect game. And somewhere around, and this is why I asked that question, somewhere around the seventh inning, me and this guy went from almost literally fist fighting each other to him telling me. Hey man, I really want to see him. I really want to see him hit this perfect or throw this perfect game. Like that's what's crazy about sports. One second you can go from f- almost trying to fight somebody to the magic of the sport takes hold of the whole stadium and everybody wants to see this no matter if it's against them or what. Like it's a no-no, a perfect game. Like you just don't see that every day.
1: Yeah. You're right. I mean it, it was the Mar- it was the Marlins. It was at Marlins Park and it was a pitch Hitter that came in, Jason Bourne. Which, <laughs> it was
2: a single a to break up the. Jason pitch. Bourne, Jason Bourne, a solid name <laughs> on and, and, and could you have
0: Jason Bourne in a better position than your pinch hitter?
1: Exactly.
2: No.
0: No. <laughs>
1: I just – I, I remember that because me and Matt walked out of the bar. We, we sat there. We were done. We stopped drinking. We were just sitting there watching the game. And when, as soon as we saw the, like just the perfect contact, he stood up and walked. We already knew what happened. We were pissed that it was like – I never got to watch a, per, a perfect game. I've never watched a full game of a perfect game or a full game of a no-no. That was a, one of the first times. I'll just always remember that, sitting in the bar at Buffalo Wild Wings, watching the game, and then just remember like – Damn it! just <laughs> because <laughs> we lost. We won the game, obviously, but it's still, you know, you lose the no-no. You just get. By the pissed. way,
2: Von no yeah. almost knew him. Why? What, what inning? How far? He have one out. Well, hey, hey, what's uh? Luke are we forgetting that Carlos had one out? No. I don't. Remember are we? This.
0: Are we forgetting Carlos Rodon just threw uh a, a no-no three days ago?
2: White Sox hey. uh, pitcher? picture? Hey, 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 no, no. Yeah, we didn't the white Sox from the spent view. But if that one last <laughs> no. year from so it
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're right, it is it is our twentieth in our in our team's history, so it's I mean, where it's rare, it's it's not as special as that. But how about, no, how about San, Diego's first, San Diego's first San Diego's first no no comes from a San Diego native? Musgrave's yeah, uh, he's the... a local boy, isn't he? Yes. He is. No
2: Carlos from down, though. How about Poe from
0: there. That that guy. That's what's beautiful about that. And good on the White Sox for holding on to him for as long as they did. Because I think a lot of clubs would have, you know, would have cut him after the injury or got rid of them as soon as they could. They held on to him. They believed in him, and he's he's rewarded them.
1: It's yeah, uh, it's gonna good to help. be a White
0: Sox fan again.
1: Yeah, they're having a, they're gonna have a pretty good season, I think, this year. But uh, let's go ahead and move it on to another Chicago team. And let's go ahead and talk some Chicago Bears football there, Corey. And let's talk about uh, their amazing offseason. Let's go ahead and talk about their amazing offseason they've done so far. And let's, oh, let's go ahead QB1. and let's bring <laughs> Let's get yeah, QB1, Andy Dalton. How about some Ray Rocket up in Chicago, baby? And Let those, me get the, that.
2: <laughs> those like that. so hard to sell that. <laughs> QB1. Yeah, it's,
0: uh, and I, I'll – I'll tell you what, as a, as, a, as a diehard Bear fan my entire life, and I, I speak for any Bear fan out here, not, none of us bought that. We settled so hard. And I'm saying this with all the respect in the world to Andy Dalton. I like the guy. I think he's a good quarterback. I, I, I liked him when he was with Dallas. I really liked him with, uh, with the Bengals. I think he can win you some games. He, hell, with the right team around him, a stellar defense, you might even be able to win him a – he might even be able to win you a Super Bowl kind of hard to do that though when no. you start cutting players to sign this guy who is i don't know barely a top 15 quarterback in the league anymore if he ever was
2: uh, at no.
0: <laughs> i'm hurting man so uh i i, I could aimlessly ramble here but I'll, I'll go ahead and let you uh lead and uh give this give this topic a little direction um so <laughs> all right, ask away though
1: <laughs> let me just okay <laughs> I I would be a horrible host if I not bring up this situation that was all around Twitter and all around the football and the Chicago Bears and Russell Wilson and the trade that they offered the Seattle Seahawks. So I had to like what was a Bears fan and what was Bear fans nation thinking and hoping for during that whole Russell Wilson debate, fiasco, whatever you want to call it. What was going on with the Bears and what do you like, like how heartbroken when it didn't happen?
0: I mean, I can't. I still can't measure the heartbreak. Um, we're one of two teams without a four thousand yard passer since the sixteen game uh, schedule came out. Um, we share that with the Jets. Thankfully, somebody else is sucking sucking that uh sucking that egg with us. But uh, but no, it's uh this is one of the few times I can say good on Ryan Pace. Um, he offered he offered the house and. Honestly, when it comes to getting a, a legit, established franchise quarterback, I was ready to sell it, even if that meant Khalil Mack, possibly Roquan Smith. I know they wanted two defensive starters, so I was I was fully rumors, expecting to possibly lose.
1: The rumors were Akeem Hicks and uh, Kyle Fuller. Kyle Fuller, yep. Yeah. And, uh, you know, again, um,
0: I, I would have been fine with that. I, I would have been fine with losing Kyle Fuller, who was a stellar, stellar quarterback.
1: Then you know, a homegrown guy. We drafted that. We made that. We did that. Until what? the time he dropped we got the Aaron new- Rodgers' interception that could have won the game, that led to a Randall Cobb touchdown that won the game.
0: Uh, he was still young. We're not talking about that. We're uh, <laughs> we're, we're living in the present, Matthew. Hey, hey, Jesus, has been happening. Bro. Hey. I had
1: to, I had to bring it,
0: <laughs> but but no, hey, I mean hey,
1: that's, that's, what, that's,
2: that's, that's what hurts
0: even worse. Yeah. Thank you. But you can thank Khalil. So, yeah. Handy. Um, no, yeah, it, it it sucks, man. It sucks. Uh, I, I I was willing to lose, you know, a once in a once in a generation defensive player in Khalil Mack. If if, if that was the case, I was willing to lose Akeem Hicks, Kyle Fuller. If it meant getting Russell Wilson, are you kidding me? Yeah, Deshaun Watson. Yeah, bring that in. Bring us something established. Bring us something we know is going to look. I'm tired of signing the same guy every year with a different last name. All right. We've made the same play. Mike Glennon, Andy Dalton, created up for Mitch Trubisky. We're we're doing the same thing year in, year out. We're just putting a different seasoning on it. And you know what? It still sucks at the end of the day. It still tastes like shit.
1: Yeah, I mean, I have to say, I have to agree. I mean, as a Packer fan, I love it. But as an NFC North lover of the division, I hate seeing, you know, teams you know struggle and see the same things over again I mean Brian Pace is not a good GM Matt Nagy nope. is not a great head coach keeping nope. both of them another year and nothing's gonna change you like you said you already seen this offseason they did they did I mean yeah the only thing he really tried to do this whole offseason was to get Russell Wilson he would he put all of his eggs in the one basket of Russell Wilson it failed and he, he did not get But, you know, while we're talking
0: about the coach and the GM, we we, we have ownership that time and time and time again, since I was born, I'm going on 33 years now, with the same ownership, same leadership, who does nothing to step in and check these coaches, check these staffs when they're making terrible decisions like this. How many other teams put their GM or their head coach on probation? How many many of them pull responsibility when, hey, things are looking pretty fucking stinky right now? uh same shit different week Well, uh, let's try something else you're not going to do it we're going to make you do it we don't get
1: that yeah we don't get not that giving, the McCaskies not, are the worst not giving alan robinson a contract extension is probably the Ludicrous. biggest failure is probably the biggest failure mm-hmm. behind russell wilson just to give him a contract uh, give him a a franchise tag for two years straight him not getting paid I mean, he's getting overpaid this year because it's the second year in a row of getting the franchise tag. He's almost twenty million dollars, which, of course, he's not going to golf at because that's a lot of money. But still, this man should have got a long-term contract. Do I feel bad for this man? For well, sure. Kind of, kind of not because he's the idiot who chose Mick Trubisky in Chicago over Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers. I mean, he had the two p- destinations to go to, and he really didn't want to be—he didn't want to be a second fiddle. That's what it came down to. <clears throat> He did not want to be behind Devontae Adams as a second fiddle. He wanted to be the way. It, it, No, I don't. You also what? got to look it, at you also got to
0: look at Chicago's uh, receiver history. Like he easily could have can still, you know, if if <laughs> if we write this wrong, um he can easily be Chicago's all-time leading receiver.
1: Oh, very much so. All right, yeah. I got a statistic I right to do on his signing day. All right, what you got there, Chris?
2: The Chicago have started. More than one quarterback. 20 times. We're second
1: second only to the Browns. I mean, that, yeah, no, that's that, bad. that. That's terrible. And Ryan Pace is your, being your GM for what? Seven years? Six years? It's been pick a while. was Kevin White. Oh, so, yeah, there we go. That's. Kevin White, I, who's somehow still magically kind of hanging down in the league as, like, a 10th receiver on every team. I mean, but at that time, everybody thought Kevin White was going to be something. I mean, that's not – yeah, that. I, w- I wish nothing for the best. Nothing but
2: not, nothing but the best for Kevin. Yeah, yeah. I, I really thought Kevin White would be I'm not going to
1: lie. Yeah. yeah, I was high on Kevin. We all three of us sounds like we were all high on Kevin White when he came out. I was mad when the uh, Chicago Bears got him. He was, in, I was like, God damn it. That's just another guy going to go into the Bears receiving. You I, know, I thought he predatory. was the next bill. Yeah. He, he yeah. I thought was. Yeah. But I mean, so my question is, and the, we'll just kind of bring it around to our next subject as well, because I think this kid has a lot left in him. And I think he's been failed for the last two years behind a horrible head coach in New York and some people want to say that the Carolina Panthers traded way too much for Sam Darnold. I'm sorry, but if I'm the Chicago Bears, why are you not on the phone with the New York Jets? You don't have to give up a first round draft pick for a quarterback who's only 24 years old and has been around a horrible head coach for the last two years and has never had an offensive line or the weapons or the defense. Really? I mean, would you not rather have Sam Darnold on your team right now?
0: So it's not about what I would rather have because I'm a Bears fan. We don't get what we want. What we have here is a coach and a... I mean, they whipped on Russell Wilson, so they have to go out for the next surefire quarterback that can win them some games. Sam Darnold... That still might be a development project. I think the guy has a lot of a lot of potential still. I mean, I can tell you having Adam Gase as my offensive coordinator for two years, that's not an easy thing to do for a fucking quarterback. I, I I give the kid all the credit in the world for still even I mean, the fact that they got a second round pick for him after his performance the last two years, it's it, it's a little surprising, actually. And I don't none of that's Sam Darnold's fault. That's Adam Gase.
1: That's all I mean. well, I'm saying. am next year, though. It's not... Uh, yeah, it's exactly. exactly. It's not that much that? for Sam It was the second-round pick for next year, not even this year's draft. So it's not like you're giving out a lot. And Sam Darnold is only 24. The, sixth quarter, the likely sixth quarterback... If, or you're, seven not quarterback,
2: naggy, if you're not Maggie, you're you know, not Maggie, you develop Matt Hassel. You, you telling me you can't make Sam Darnold work, Come on.
0: Like I said, I think if this was Nagy's first or second year, and he was acquiring Sam Darnold like that, I mean, you got you got to remember he didn't he and and I don't know if that's going to do us any good or not because he's still a terrible play caller, uh, at least since he's become a head coach. But I mean, he doesn't have time. He, he him and Ryan Pace they have to win now. I I don't see either one of them making it past week six. If we if if we don't have a winning team,
1: my thing with the Bears is. There's no way as the Bears owner, I'm letting them go into this draft and go and get another quarterback, because all you're going to do now is set that quarterback year back at least a year or two, because if you allow the Chicago Bears now, who's at pick 20 in the upcoming draft, which is in next week in a week and a half now, you're allowing them to waste future and this year's pick to come get a quarterback that is going to be only probably under nagging pace for a year or six games why not i I hate when teams do this if you are going to go all in on a new quarterback let's say in the draft because there's the rumors that the bears will fly up and come get one of these five quarterbacks why are you keeping a failed office around a failed front office and coaching staff why not start fresh go get a new gm if it's next year, you I mean, this is a really I'll tell crappy year. i you why. I'll tell you why right now. Bad 100%, you're right. So, but, speaking of the Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold's only 24. What I was going to get back to is there's a quarterback that could go in the second or third round by the name of Kyle Trask out of Florida, who a lot of like people like, who is also 24. So you're still getting a very young quarterback in Sam Darnold. And... I'm sorry. I'm taking Sam Darnold over Andy Dalton right at this point because I think Sam Darnold has a lot to offer. And if you're going to give him a Cole Komet and an Allen Robinson and a Jimmy Graham and
2: whatever second
1: uh, David Montgomery, a way better offense that he's ever had, I think Sam Darnold can actually do really well. But one thing we know is that Matt Nagy cannot play call. Or call to the t- talent he has. Because he never used Mitch Trubisky correct. No, no. Well, Mitch. Mitch Trubisky. True. Mitch Trubisky should have always been a rollout quarterback. And made able to, you have the option to throw the ball. Or to run with his legs. But they always kept him in the pocket to make him a quarterback he was not meant to be. Why
2: and do that's you why play, play up a guy like that? And not using the way that you understand
1: it. Bad coaching. I mean, that's what it comes down to. I mean, and that's my point. I, I feel bad for Chicago fans because if the Bears do come flying up the board for one of these quarterbacks, it's going to be a first this year, a first next year, and some more picks in probably this year's draft when they have a lot of needs. They need another weapon, they need some a lot of offensive line help, they need a tackle, they need yeah. an inside line. I mean they need, need a new corner. Corner. they need a new corner I mean they they're needs there they have a lot of needs and they're and I'm afraid this ownership, this ownership and this coaching staff is going to give it all up again for a quarterback that is not ready because the quarterback they're going to get is a development co- quarterback if it's Justin Fields if it's Trey Lance if it's Mac Jones it's a development quarterback it is not a win now attitude with this organization with a rookie quarterback coming in
2: Hey, bud. No, what that but who does who want in the draft?
1: Thank you. That was going to be my next Who are you looking for in the draft? What position? You might not know the players like we do. So, what are you hoping for? I don't. And it, it's, it's, you know, uh, i got some things going on.
0: I haven't been keeping up to college as much as uh, I generally like to. But I need some O line in the first round. That's what I need. I'm looking for somebody to help shore up the fucking space. Bobby's been gapingly leaving open for the past couple of years. I need some help on the line. Otherwise, it doesn't matter what quarterback I have back there. Guy can't stand up. doesn't matter. After that, I need a corner. Because we foolishly cut Kyle Fuller for cap space because we signed Andy Dalton. The ten million dollar one deal or one year deal, we could have just kept Mitch for two point five. I mean, what did he sign for Buffalo for two point five? Oh yes. my god! Yeah. Oh my god! And I'd have a dual threat quarterback still. I don't have that. I got the red ginger. Excuse
1: me, the red rocket. Red, red rifle. rifle. Red, red rocket, red rifle, red, red crap, whatever.
2: Red bomb. Red. Who is QB one, baby? QB one. QB1. Yeah.
1: QB1. I mean, that's my. Pr- I am. I think offensive line is your, one of your biggest. Got to be O line. I mean, but it could I be mean. quarter. That's. That, yeah.
0: be it, cool that's thing. what. That's, the it, see, that's, what, that's that. what I hope happens. What I'm one hundred percent sure will happen is we're going to move up to the fourth overall pick and we're going to draft a quarterback, only to get wow. our coach and GM fired this year. I am
2: going the, the right, so, draft long quarterback. Uh,
1: okay, oh, hold man. on. Okay. The, I think the last time a jump of that magnitude happened was when the Atlanta Falcons traded up for the Cleveland Browns and they drafted Julio Jones. That was one of the biggest jumps in NFL history for a, a player. Yeah, so we're I were willing,
2: play that play. we were, and you know what? We were we willing will to give up. Uh,
0: Absolutely. So it. I mean, it was one of the, a wasted career there in Atlanta, but.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: no, no. They sent, Hang they on. sent, they sent five picks to Cleveland to move up from twenty-seven to six. So kind of, it's a twenty-one drop. You're doing from sixteen to four, so sixteen. So it's yeah, it's it's close. It's one of the closest ones. So you're mm-hmm. talking about five draft picks here that you would probably have to be looking at, and it's definitely this year's first. I got to be three first-round picks over the this couple years. So I. Oh, by the way, I fully. Like I said, this is what I want. I want us to draft O line,
0: cornerback. What I expect to happen is us to move up for a quarterback.
1: I I honestly. You know what's going to be the perfect pick for you guys, and it's not O line. It's drafting Greg Newsom, cornerback out of Northwestern. Keeping the kid. I love it. I love it. I love it. I'm okay with that. Newsom is a monster. He (laughs) is a he's a shutdown. He could be this year's Jari Alexander.
2: In the next pile over.
1: Oh, no, no. Yeah. Excuse me. What was
0: that? What? My boy. C- yeah. C- CB1 on the outside.
1: 33. My rookie last year. Jalen Johnson. Jalen Johnson. Yeah. Jalen Johnson is good. And you could use That's another guy nation. later. But let's
2: yep. go ahead and just. Yep. Uh, By the
1: way. Hold on. One more that about the Jets here.
2: 13, the Jets not? 13, oh, we're talking about <laughs> not was talking yeah. about
1: here, 13 years that thing started. More than one quarterback. Well, yeah. Sam Darnold was had the you know the what is it the kissing disease. Mono. Good. Good for him. But speaking of Sam Darnold, <laughs> I I think this is a win win trade for Sam Darnold and the Carolina Panthers and New York Jets. The New York Jets, uh. Organization obviously did not believe in Sam Darnold anymore. Um, they fell in love. It sounds like with Zach Wilson, the BYU quarterback, with the second pick overall. I really thought the Jets should have traded out of two and try to build around Sam Darnold because I still think Sam Darnold is a good quarterback for this the NFL. But they traded him away for a second round pick, a fourth round pick this year, and some other moving pieces in there. But those are the big pieces in this trade. So. I think this is a win-win. I really think the Carolina Panthers could finally have a quarterback, franchise quarterback. I mean, Teddy Bridgewater, I have been saying it for years, Teddy Bridgewater is not a franchise quarterback fran- and was never really a franchise quarterback. He is what he is. He is what, what he is. He's an accurate quarterback because the dude never throws it past 10 yards. You can be accurate
2: yeah, when you he, don't go. Is, uh, no. Oh, I, Pat yeah. No. man?
0: Yeah. I, I disagree. But what do you got? I think Teddy could have been a franchise quarterback pre-injury.
2: Yeah, no,
1: he didn't. Uh, I mean pre-injury, his best year. Hold on, while well, I pulled up. When he had North Carolina, he was really good. When I, I like Teddy coming out. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to be anything about this, you know. But Teddy Bridgewater. Well, I wanted to for Teddy last year. His his best year was his second year in Minnesota before the injury. He only threw for 3,200 yards, 14 touchdowns with nine interceptions, and he played 16 games. He's not a great quarterback. I
2: mean, he, they have.
1: But
0: yeah, <laughs> I, I was just about to ask, like, what, 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 no, it does matter 100%. What were his weapons? Yeah, Kyle Rudolph. Who else? Man. They didn't have Jared a, They didn't have, they didn't, yeah, Jared, they didn't have uh, Jared, Jared McKinnon out of the backfield, but I mean, that's. I like Jeremy McKinnon a lot. Oh, I'm
1: sorry. I'm sorry. They had Stephon Diggs. They had Adrian Peterson. They, did? they had yeah. They had Mike Mike Wallace. Adrian Peterson. Mike
2: Wallace.
1: <laughs> Mike Wallace. He was that was the year they paid he was him. Not
2: he was not that good though.
1: I do, he, was he was paid to be good. good. He was paid to be. Plunge. Yeah, he was. But those are the those are the two starters. I'm trying to pull up the whole roster here. I'm on uh, Stephon
2: Diggs was not Stefan Diggs was now back then.
1: That was just rookie year. So Yeah.
2: All right. So Stefan
1: Diggs, Charles Johnson, Cordell Patterson, Adam Thielen, Mike Wallace, and Jarius Wright, and then yeah, Kyle Rudolph. I mean, th- those are definitely not the greatest weapons, but those are decent nope. weapons.
2: But, but, but now, and, it,
1: and it now, does not matter. A great quarterback would have made them decent. He never made them even good. The reason these guys came out to be better weapons is because they did not have Teddy Bridgewater as their quarterback anymore, because Teddy Bridgewater cannot get the ball deep. All those wide receivers we just named were deep, weapon-wide receivers. They could never become anything because the damn quarterback it can't throw a the
2: ball. is did.
0: not a deep, weapon-wide receiver.
1: Who? Mike Wallace was. Stephon Diggs was. Kyle Rudolph. Yes. Uh, Kyle Rudolph is a bum. But he's a decent weapon. He was paid. Those guys were playing. Did you say he's a bum? Way. He did say he was a bum. Oh, my God. He's
0: smoking crack. He's smoking that good Missouri crack. Yeah. But – Kyle
1: Rudolph. My, is, Kyle Rudolph. Is Kyle Rudolph. Let's just look Kyle at him. Kyle Rudolph it. was a monster. 48 touchdowns as a tight end. 4,000 yards, 400 receptions. 450 oh, Hey, receptions. That's, that's okay. That for a tight end, that's really good. For a tight end, 48 here, boy, touchdowns.
0: He, you didn't play him twice a year, okay? Kyle Rudolph was a beast. Uh,
1: Kyle, and Kyle Rudolph was held back with a lot of crappy quarterback play. Mm-hmm. So big facts. Again. So hey, Gus Teddy Bridgewater is never a franchise quarterback. He's he is what he is. He is the door gap quarterback. He will always be the the gatekeeper for the team that's going to bring in a new quarterback. That that's a great career. There's nothing wrong with it. Ryan Fitzpatrick's making a career out of it. Man, Jeff Garcia. Nothing. I mean, there's the, Tyrod Taylor. Guys have made careers to be the gatekeepers. There's nothing wrong with it, but that is what he is. To pay him to be more than that or expect him to be more than that is your fault. Because I had a lot of arguments on Twitter when he was the backup of the New Orleans is saying, I would throw all the money at Teddy Bridgewater to be my franchise quarterback because he's still young and this and this. I'm like, you go right ahead. You're going to be a failed franchise. Teddy well,
2: Bridgewater. yeah. Tom he's Hayton not and Lily did, but.
1: Yeah, he did, but... The, well, no, if
2: you're New Orleans,
1: you're just going to throw $140 million at a... You don't even know what he is, quarterback or receiver? Wide or receiver, it, running back, tight end, whatever you want him to be.
2: And
1: an ex-packer, if you don't believe that. The Packers let him go. Yeah, you're so it's crazy huh? about that, huh? <laughs> it doesn't matter, because Mike McCarthy would have never used... Bears Mike cut Sean
0: Raheem Mostert, and then he goes on to win a Super Bowl with... Uh,
1: he never won a Super Bowl. He not win one. Never won one. Sorry, sorry. Played to the Super Bowl. He
0: should have won it. Know.
2: Kyle <laughs> Shanahan. <laughs> oh no. But uh speaking of Kyle
1: Shanahan, let's go ahead and move, talk about Kyle Shanahan. And let's talk about those oh, Niners. What a
0: transition that was.
1: Right? Then, okay. It's like we've been doing this for a while. <laughs> but the Niners jumped from 12. To number three, and it sounds like they want a quarterback. I mean, you don't make that jump unless you're wanting a quarterback. A lot of the rumors is it's not Justin Fields that is now coming out and having a great pro day; it's that it's Trey Lance or Mac Jones from Alabama. And if you don't know who Trey Lance is, he is a North Dakota State coming out of that high D one school where Carson Wentz played college ball as well. If you all don't know that,
2: no, they only one know that that FCS is on the
1: yes, they are. They are yeah. dominant. They are a dominant football program. But they are the pattern from the nineties. Yeah, but Trey Lance is like the Packers' Jordan level last year. He is not ready to start this year. He has all the potential to be great, but he needs to sit like Patrick Mahomes did. He needs a
2: Hold year. Hold on here. Hold on here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trey Lance. Well. I'm, i <laughs> i'm
1: i'm comparing to him not as a talent into what the kind of quarterback they are i am comparing them to that they are neither one of them are ready to start their rookie right, year right right that but is what the right. is. but also they are a lot of the same they have strong arms and they run the ball that's jordan love and trey lance they are pretty they are a lot of the same, and they're both tall lanky bastards what do you got, Corey?
0: So here is if we're talking about wants, what do I want as a Bears fan? 49ers are willing to give up Jimmy Garoppolo for a first round pick. Let's bite that bullet. Let's get Jimmy back to Illinois, baby.
2: Let's go. Oh, no. That is, I don't Jimmy. Mistake. They want to move on? I know. We're trying to move on too. Jimmy is not worth no, the 20th no. pick
1: overall, brother.
2: Maybe no, next 20, next look, year's 2021 look, no maybe next but
1: Jimmy Garoppolo
0: yeah. and look I'm not I'm still not getting my 4000 yard passer with Jimmy Garoppolo for sure nope. but I'm getting a guy who's winning games He's the me Tim Tebow let, of quarterbacks me. all right He
1: wins <laughs> games Jimmy G <laughs> knows how to win somehow <laughs> You're right. you're you're right and the Carolina Panthers wanted a quarterback that could win games and make why did it not go for Jimmy Garoppolo? Because they lost like seven games last year by less than one score. And they just said they had a quarterback that could make the plays to win the game. Jimmy Garoppolo could have been that guy. And they sat there and said Sam Darnold, which I have no problem with because I, already, I just hyped up Sam. But it sounds like they are going for the quarterback. It's either Mac Jones or Trey Lance. I would not be shocked, though. If it is Justin Fields, I'm not sold on Justin Fields. I think Justin Fields is the most guaranteed bus quarterback in this draft. It's not because he's black. It's not Justin- because he's from, it's not because he's from Ohio state, even though that plays a big factor. Cause name me the last damn Ohio state quarterback that's ever done anything in the NFL. Craig Kinzel. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go back to Troy Smith. I mean, is that what we got a name for Ohio state quarterbacks to actually do something in the NFL? That might be the last <laughs> nearly relevant one. Yeah. So uh, tr- Justin Fields has the arm, but he, he fails massively. Yet yeah, one game. Whoop-de-doo, bringing out the Clemson game and talk that he beat Trevor Lawrence uh, uno to uno. He did. But that's the only time ever in the big spotlight that Justin Fields has actually performed. He chokes when the lights come on. And it shows.
0: Justin Fields is is who I'm afraid we're gonna we're gonna jump up to grab. Him. I mean, You're
2: getting yeah. in, Dalton, getting I, in, Dalton. There, he's
1: getting no, he's not. He can move, unlike Andy. Justin no, Fields. No, no, can't no. Yes. In
2: Dalton, when the lights turn on. Oh it, yes, man? yes,
1: yes. Andy Dalton shits a bet on the oh,
2: big and, game, man.
1: I'm I've, 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 Go ahead.
0: I've talked to you about this uh, before a couple times. Somebody who I wouldn't mind us drafting, not in the first, second. I'd prefer it in the third, fourth. If you're still there, the kid out of A and M, Calum, Monds, Mond, M O N D. I I got no, I got no problem with that. That'd be a nice developmental quarterback. That's, I mean,
1: that's our next Kyle Orton. You know what I mean? Problem is, we don't have time. So speaking of this, because I, I, I I thought on. Uh, Mel Kuyper and Todd McShay's podcast, the, first, uh, the the draft podcast. And it's really funny because it's trends about the quarterback position. So in the first round, it's usually 4.7 quarterbacks taken. So around five quarterbacks are taken in the first round. How many quarterbacks do you think are taken in the second and third round? On average, like every year in the draft.
0: Wait, what was the average for the uh, – is
1: it 4.5? 4.7, 4.5, yeah. So five five quarterbacks usually in the first round. In
2: the third round?
1: Yeah, what do you think the average is? I would
2: say about eight. Eight, what, uh, eight quarterbacks? Seven? Yeah, in both
1: rounds. Do you think seven quarterbacks get taken in, in the second the round? Total no,
2: in t- t- both. both rounds. Hold no. on.
1: Man. No, i have just – all right, first round, five four 4.7 quarterbacks get taken. Then in the, that average, no. so the average quarterback taken in For the, the second, second round is 0. .7 less than one. Oh, damn it! I didn't get to go. I was gonna say
0: I'm I'm going lower because I, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm trying to think about the last Why like couple of second round quarterbacks. Like they're they even kind of hard to name. Uh, Andy Dalton, Jalen Hurts, Dalton was a second rounder.
2: Not, uh, Nick Ball.
0: Dak, Dak was a third
1: rounder. Nick Foles was oh. the second round, wasn't he? Dak was like fourth or fifth, dude. Nick like
2: Foles,
1: a- Kevin, Kevin uh Kevin, uh, Colin Kaepernick. Ke- Kevin Cole, Kaepernick's a good one, yeah. But that's my, so only, Russell, seven, Wilson. Russell Wilson was the later round quarterback. Third uh-huh. rounder. Yeah, uh-huh. so, so the second, so the second, less than one quarterback. The third, less than one quarterback. But when you get in the fourth, fifth, and sixth, that's when it starts getting back up to multiple quarterbacks. So there's gonna be these five quarterbacks taken in the first, and then there's might be one quarterback taken in the next two rounds. Maybe two. So everybody talks about David Sills from Stanford, Kellen Mond from Texas A and M, Kyle Trask from Florida being the next guy. It sounds like these and, guys, you know? they, yeah. So we, it's going to be curious on who falls and where, but there is a chance, with what you're saying, you could sneak Kellen Mon in the third or fourth round. Definitely. But I really think, what do you think, Chris, because Corey won't really know, what do you think the San Francisco 49ers are going to do with the third pick? Who do you think it is?
2: Why Why would you think Matt Jones essentially the same that as Ben Garoppolo? Know
1: Lance I think Trey – to me, in the uh, buzz probability, it's Justin Fields, Trey Lance. Right. As
2: but he didn't, one 8 You have Trey Lance put down for the I think You he could. Matt Jones, you the have started right away.
1: Yeah, you, Trey Lance – I mean, Trey Lance would be the perfect example where you can have him sit behind Jimmy for a year and then move on – from Jimmy, after his next year, like you did with Kansas City, Alex Smith and Patrick Mahomes, you could trade them. Yeah. Get some, and then trade hey, them back to New San England. San
0: Francisco's already. San Francisco's already finesse one team out of a uh, multiple draft picks. You know, the Chicago Bears moving up from third to second to draft uh, Mitch there. So uh, let's not put it past uh, John. Let's do the
1: same thing to old Ryan Pace there. All but right? don't worry, it's not like their they're. Pick they, uh, and Tom- Solomon Thomas never became anything either the guy they selected
2: <laughs> No man. Yeah. But well they could be using this
1: they
0: they could be using this as a uh, as trade bait still. I mean, think, how much can you get for the 3rd overall pick? I know they traded That's- a a boatload to get up to it, but you could have a desperate team trying to make a push for a quarterback that'll give them what they lost
1: and then some. Yeah. And that's it's gonna be curious because there's still gonna be that fourth quarter. Everybody's gonna overpay for these quarterbacks. So does the Atlanta Falcons stay sit at four and take a, the tight end Kyle Pitts out of Florida, or, or take a quarterback themselves? Could they could they could sit there and take their future quarterback and say, "All right, Matt Ryan, you're you're we're putting you on the clock." Yeah. So it's gonna be interesting. So the first round's gonna be very exciting. But let's go ahead and move on to some more sports news. And I'm just really super excited because I get to bash on this player a little bit more, like I've already been doing on Twitter. But uh, (laughs) Javion Clowney signs another contract and fleeces another team out of $10 million. And the Cleveland Browns signed Javion Clowney to a one-year $10 million deal. This man... God bless that man and his agent. This man has been in the league for seven years, drafted as his highly touted elite pass rusher that's going to get to the quarterback 10-plus times a year. The dude has never had a single season of double-digit sacks. And the dude has only 33 sacks in seven years. That averages 4.5 sacks a season The beat is highly touted pass-rushing get-to-the-quarterback. And he had J.J. Watt in Houston, so he was not getting double-teamed. He was in and
2: Seattle. And you had um, Marcellus, uh, what's Whitney his name? Marshellus Wiley. Right.
1: No, it was Whitney. No, uh,
2: Whitney Marcellus. Marcellus, yeah. Yeah.
1: There you go. There you go. Yeah. So he in Houston, most of his career had the talent to get to the quarterback. He wasn't being double team. Wasn't getting there. Yes, it was his best years at nine sacks in Houston. Yes, but he still could never get to that nine, ten sacks. <laughs> And then Seattle trades and gives up an amazing left tackle for JV on Clowney. And don't get anything out of him. Tries to re-sign him. He runs off and goes to Tennessee. Doesn't get shit done in Tennessee. Not <laughs> as
2: <laughs>
1: – Jamal Adams, a safety, a safety, <laughs> has 24 sacks in five years. Okay.
0: <laughs> oh, wait, hold on. Did, 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 did they play for Seattle uh, at the same time?
2: Yes. No, they didn't. No, no they did
1: not. Jamal Adams came Oh, okay. Year. Yeah. Damn. I was about to say, no who had more sacks that
2: though? year? Zadarius
1: <laughs> Smith has been with the Green Bay Packers for two years and has 27 sacks. Lightweight. Clowney is a joke. Stop paying the man. This is ridiculous. As Corey said, congrats on him and his agent for screwing another team because Cloudy, it has Miles Garrett on the other side of him and is still not going to get six sacks.
0: What you, you got? <laughs> hey, baby, speaking of agents, show me the money, all right? Straight cash, homie. This guy is amazing. And I'm not mad at Jadavian. Good for him. Boy, get your bag. Get set up for life. Don't have to worry. Hey, hey, he, he's taking a higher route than Albert Hainsworth, okay? He's getting the same amount of money for a little bit more service, all right? But that being said, this boy is still living off one college play. Boy, one college play gosh. has secured this man a fat contract. One bone in. He's a very pedestrian, middle-of-the-pack edge rusher. Yeah. I mean— Like, the fact that you have less than than 40 sacks with J.J. Watt on the other side of you for your first five years in the league, get the hell out of here. I feel like I could have 10 sacks a year with J.J. Watt on the other side.
1: And this is J.J. Watt playing back-to-back-to-back fucking, you know, defensive player of the year. This is not J.J. Watt of now. This is MVP fucking J.J. Watt we're talking about. And it is mine,
2: Watt, okay? yeah, the, 100%. I, this is nothing – And, and that Barwin a as well, too. Let's not forget about that.
1: Arnold Barwin was actually a legit guy. Yeah, yeah, you can't sleep on Barwin. I always loved Barwin. I always wanted the Packers to get Barwin because he was such a
2: good he guy. He That Barwin, and that Watt, and that Mosley, And how the fuck did Clown not any that? <laughs>
1: because they're all doing it for him because he can't get there (laughs) exactly
0: hey i i know it's out of the agenda but i I want to give a quick shout out to the arizona cardinals and uh they're hell of an offseason like those guys made some moves
2: dude
0: they're a.j greed Got himself Got a quarterback. Yes. Fuck, yes. I wanted AJ
1: so bad at Green Bay. The Packers were 100. talking to AJ. It sounds like yes, we're gonna get a quarterback.
0: <laughs> said, oh, no. This is another reason I'm giving a huge shout out to Arizona. AJ Green did not go to the Packers.
1: Fuck. Or JJ won. And there's no or way. J. J. I paid
0: it. That was plus two. Cool.
1: I love JJ, but I am not paying what the Cardinals paid for JJ. I'm sorry. He is not $18 million anymore.
2: Also, know what is? He is the open man of his position. Just made one goddamn hit and you're the best life in the game, somehow. Yeah. I mean,
1: this is not personal against Cloud. This is just. Clowney's
2: what oh, he is. Oh,
0: oh, no, not I, I, I'm not saying I, I hate no, not him, but I will say I, I think OBJ is much more impactful when he's healthy and on the field than uh than Clowney is. But no, I that's, agree. That's still a pretty fair comparison.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It's the one play, like you said. The one play is completely solidified his career in the NFL. That was nine, eight years ago. No, yeah. nine years ago. Now, <laughs> not even in the NFL. <laughs> I just. Good, good job, Clowny. I mean, teams are you're, the teams are getting fleeced by Clowney. They, they 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 still think he's this Yo. young, molded, edge rusher that they can make something. He's old. He is what That's he is. Stop trying to think you can make him something. He's not. He's got hey, the he, hey, he's hey, got, he's got
2: he's the, the Johnny facts. Cochran of agents. Yeah. Who gonna have one fat, Hollow Dunlap, or
1: Carlos Dunlap in Seattle, hands down.
2: And Carlos
1: think, Dunlap is old. <laughs> Carlos Dunlap. I'm, I'm curious. I want to see Carlos I want to Dunlap. Say Carlos Dunlap. And you know, it's kind 32? of crazy. Oh, wow. he has 87. and Cloudy.
0: I'm taking Dunlap. and Cloudy. Might not even have played with the best. Uh. uh oh man. The best what? Oh, he played with the he best did. Watt. Sorry, not, but no, for, for some reason. That it, yeah, yeah, I'm talking about his brother. Like, everybody's oh, everybody's TJ. over here talking about. Yeah. Yeah. yeah TJ. Everyone's talk, talking talk
1: about uh, Watt Houston, but. But listen. No, Clowney. Yeah. Clowney is, is going to now have played with some of the premier greatest pass rushers. He had JJ. And now he has J- Miles Garrett. And the dude still doesn't have forty sacks in eight years. And look, he's a good. He's a good. Hold on, Corey. Leonard you broke Floyd out in my would eyes. You, would, you just, broke up for a second. What, what did you say? Said? I'm sorry.
0: I said I, I said he's a good edge rusher, but I feel like he's a Leonard Floyd in my eyes. You know, he's a highly talented draft pick. You know, he, he top ten pick. Who, honestly. You could have gotten the second or third round for the production that they're giving out in their careers. You know what I mean? Like, not a bad player. Nothing against him, like you've said. But yeah, he's just—I don't understand how he's still getting
1: ten million. Well, Leonard Foy just got paid, and he, he just did. had his first—and he just had his first ten crack, ten sack career, and got paid by the Rams. How the Rams are dishing That's because out? Because they money. played
0: Chicago. That's because they played Chicago and he had a career game against the Bears, okay? <laughs> he got his revenge Anybody game. Anybody
2: can have a career game against that off the line, though.
1: Uh, uh, Corey is I flipping us off.
2: It, I'm that. sorry, i hate. The, I hate to balls, but...
0: You better watch your mouth. I'll drive up to you.
2: Oh, hold on. They are close. Hold on to how many tracks times they have. This year? Mm-hmm.
1: Over oh, I'm gonna say. Are you gonna give us the number? Or are you? oh uh, under, under. Hold on. the question? Go this, over under Chris – uh, his sacks this season for Clowney. Over under four sacks, is what Chris is asking. Yeah. If you go with his career average, you got to go four or over because it's four point five. Yeah. What? Well, I'm. What? What's the number? What?
0: What's he? Four. Down? He said four. He said four. four I'm gonna say over. Year.
1: I, have, I, I I I'm just going with the average. I'm giving four him i I'm giving him four. I'll give him four and a half on the dot. Four and a half, five is where I'm having him. Look, I five mean, <laughs> you're on the
0: you're, you're on the other side of Miles Garrett, and who's there? Uh, they got a pretty good defensive tackle too. Who's
1: their defensive tackle? They just they cut him, Sheldon Richardson. They cut him. Yeah, they oh, cut they him. did. Speaking of that, Green Bay. Yeah. Make a call. Green Bay. Make a call. (laughs) (laughs) Putting that out there. He's getting paid from Cleveland. Just offer him a little bit to come to Green Bay for a year. Get him in the playoffs because he's never been there. Hey, who knows? (laughs) Maybe we'll uh, offer him 10 mil a year
0: and uh, we'll cut Akeem Hicks for no reason. Yeah, you do not get
2: any flat bits or (laughs) things.
1: Yeah. Speaking of that, let's go ahead and keep moving on. This is just going to be a quick thing because it just needs to be a shout-out. This is the first time it's ever happened, and I'm going to try my best not to slaughter this man's name because he deserves better. But Hadaki Matsusuma wins the Masters, the first Japanese person ever to win the Masters. just needs to be congratulated to him. And if you have not seen the video of his caddy at hole 18 giving a little bow and thanking at the end, is amazing. That is what sports is about. Is what brings sports together. How Corey was saying earlier about the baseball. It's just amazing on him. Congratulations, well earned. I've always liked him. He has been around and sticking around. He's been that player for the last like four or five years in every Masters. Just sitting there in the top five, top ten, and he finally was able to win one. And winning the Masters out of all the is the best uh, major to win. So congratulations. Hadaki Matsuzuma. You well earned. If you guys want to say anything for a second, you can, but I think we can just keep moving on.
2: No, this is a lesson. No, I'm not <laughs> at it, it. It'll happen.
1: Yeah. So uh, congratulations. But uh we'll just another quick thing we'll go over before going to buy or sell is uh Aaron Donald. He was facing some legal accusations before before we uh, – when we made this rundown. And then the news came out and showing the video evidence that he was actually trying to stop and break up the fight instead of beating this man up that this guy alleged against Sam Darnold. Or Aaron – I'm sorry, not Sam Darnold. Oh, good God. Uh, oh, Aaron no. Don- <laughs> sorry. Sorry, Aaron. Sorry, Aaron. Aaron. Aaron Donald. But uh, is it <laughs> – is it our league? Is it our uh, nature now to automatically assume everybody's guilty before we have any pr- pr- proof to the pudding?
2: It, it is. 100%. No, I not mean, O.J. was guilty, mate. Right?
1: O.J. was guilty.
2: No, he wasn't. Don't eliminate my man. <laughs> but, I mean...
1: Aaron Donald always seemed like one of the most genuine people in the league. And one, one incident, you've never heard anything bad about this man, but one, one incident comes out saying that he did something and everybody turned on him. Is that like, that is the nature of where we live in now. Is that, look, it's, Hey, hey, it's,
0: you know, it's not fair, but, uh, thankfully for him, and uh, this is a knock against a, a lot of other people. But thankfully for him, you know, we live in a digital age. Yeah. Uh, came out to save his ass for a lot of people that comes out to bite him in the ass. Uh, you, you know, you got Joe Mixon. Yeah. Uh, the stream hunt. If really, oh, like Yeah. Ray I mean, Ray Rice. The, the list goes on and on. Ray Rice. Yeah. So, I mean, in this instance, thank God for CCTV. Thank God, uh, you know, a camera was there to show him. Pulling one break. of his people away from that situation. You know what I mean? And, and, you know, good on the guy for coming out and saying, hey, Aaron Donald, I apologize. You know, easy to assume, you know, people telling you, hey, Aaron Donald was involved in the fight. Your face, half your face looks the way it does. Like, yeah, it's it's easy to do that math right quick and jump to a conclusion.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's what it came down to. He heard, Eric, he can't, he heard, he heard Aaron Donald reprieve. and he heard just money in the background come in in the background because he thought he was about to get a payday.
0: Probably true, too. Probably true, too.
1: Time. But,
0: uh, honestly, though, you see one of Aaron Donald's boys who was clearly jumping him in the video, you're probably still getting paid a, a decent little chunk of, chunk of cash instead of it.
1: Yeah, because it's probably Aaron Donald's entourage right there doing something. Yeah. But good on this Aaron. Aaron
2: Donald yeah. got hit in the, in the head with the bottle. It, it looked like Aaron
1: did, but Aaron, again, walked away. Aaron did everything right in this situation, and good on him. But See, look,
0: a- a- Aaron Darnold's one of those guys, like, you know, I know guys like this in the military. Like, they know they can kill you with a punch. They know they can what? they can do this, that, or, or whatever they want to you. So I don't need to be in this situation. I've, I've got nothing to prove by by going in here and smashing somebody. No, I don't need to do that. I know what I'm capable of. That's what I respect the most about it. Like, that's a that's a gentle giant. That's that's showing good.
1: Well, if you know anything you about ours, Donald,
0: as an elite he's
2: athlete, really a giant. And yeah. A man, a lot of too. Donald's Small, he's not really big. The reason he fell. Oh, the he's man, he's the shit out of you. <laughs>
1: oh, he beat the fuck that's out of a big here. boy. <laughs> All right, <laughs>
0: that's a big fucking boy. All right, that's the not there. Nothing smell about there. Fucking Donald. He might might be smaller on the defensive tackle side, but that's a big fucking man, all right?
1: (laughs) But let's go ahead and move to the buy-sell because this is going to be a hot topic. And our first buy- Let's go, baby. Our first first buy-sell because the big news that came out this week is that the New England Patriots have terminated the contract with Julian Edelman, and then Julian Edelman in right behind and saying he's retired from the NFL, which I say in a month or two, he's going to be signing with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But that's a different story for a different day. (laughs) But as of right now. I give that week six, but (laughs) that's happening. Julian Edelman has retired and it started a hot debate because the NFL Hall of Fame decided to tweet it out that he is eligible for the Hall of Fame in 2026. So the question is, (laughs) buy or sell Julian Edelman as a Hall of Fame? Her. Corey.
0: i am selling the fuck out of this oh my god are you kidding me we're going off just his playoff stats that's what this is about yes this man has won three championships yes this man is a super bowl MVP. but this man doesn't even have more career fucking rushing uh or excuse me receiving Oh, hold on. He so it was a multi-fucking
1: We lost you for five seconds. So the last thing he said is more receiving yards. Uh,
0: Well, that just derailed me a little bit. But,
1: yeah, Troy Brown.
0: We got Wes Welk over here with – or excuse me. Nope, nope. That's my next point. I'll get there. Julian Edelman finished with 6,822 career receiving yards. We got my man Troy Brown over here with 6,366 career receiving yards. Why is he not in the Hall of Fame? He was just as impactful. He won, I, th- I think, just many seconds. Granted, he well. wasn't a Super Bowl MVP. But you can't say th- – oh, was that two? He
1: well, has three. Bro. He has three. You said it right.
0: That's what I'm saying. Man's got three Super Bowls. He also played starting receiver and starting cornerback for one of those seasons. And he almost made the Pro Bowl as a receiver, as an or a, as a quarterback, as an alternate, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Why is this man not in the Hall of Fame? Then you got Dion Branch over here, six two stints with the Patriots. You know, uh, short couple of years with the uh, with the Seahawks. Six thousand six hundred forty four career receiving yards, thirty nine career. Hall uh, re- of Fame. Many test- or how many how uh, many Super Bowls does he have? At least two with Brady, if not three. I think he came back and won one on the back end as well. Now let's talk about Wes Welker. Not over 9,000, almost 10,000 receiving uh, receiving yards. 50 touchdowns. That man was kicking field goals. That man was playing special teams. That man was playing defense. That man was playing receiver. Throwing the ball, running the ball. Why is he in the Hall of Fame? What you know makes what? Julian no. Edelman so special? <laughs> Uh, playoffs, as you well, the said, playoffs yeah. <laughs> no. just within the New England Patriots organization. We're we're not even talking about other players that actually need to be in the Hall of Fame right now. Hines Ward. I'm just talking about within the organization itself. He's not even the next dude up. He's not even the next man up. No. Which is the Patriot 100%. Wait, Next man up.
1: Hundred percent. Chris. Buy or sell Julian oh, Edelman? Who, no, uh, it's not man. Okay, that's fine. I'm about to go on a tangent that my boy Corey just went off of, and it's going to get a little dicey here for a second, but here I go. (laughs) I am selling the shit out of this as well. You better mention Marsh. There is no way in hell that Julian Edelman is a Hall of Fame wide receiver, starting with this, and it's going to be the hot topic of this. Calvin Johnson is a Hall of Fame wide receiver. Calvin Johnson – is in the Hall of Fame for only playing in what? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine seasons. He has nine seasons of ec- excellence 83 touchdowns, 11,000 yards, 731 receptions. Hall of Famer. Okay. Congratulations on him. Let's talk about some Packer wide receivers here, really fast, guys. Sterling Sharp, not a Hall of Fame wide receiver. And of course, has 65 touchdowns, 8,000 yards and 600 receptions. This is before the, the modern age of throwing the football. The dude only played in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven years and he was injured he got a massive injury and had to retire. The dude's a Hall of Fame wide receiver. If we're putting Calvin Johnson in the Hall of Fame because of a shortened season, he was an elite his whole career, you're per- you have to put in Sherlyn Sharp as a Hall of Fame wide receiver? None. Okay, moving on. Yes, you do. We are set an example. Who's not and Allen you Johnson. No, you, this He's is my turn. You, you, you sit there in the background and let me finish. Right, you right, sit there right, in the right, background.
2: I'll, you I'll pass there. you later.
1: My, Gale Sayers is in the Hall Thank you. Thank you. you. G- say. Gail Sayers is in the Hall of Fame for barely any seasons. Freaking Terrell Davis is in the Hall of Fame for like two, three good years with the Broncos. You put in Sterling Sharp. But if you have a problem with that, let's go ahead and talk about my boy, Jordy Nelson. 8,500 yards, 72 touchdowns, 600 receptions. All more, again, pretty much identical except a couple thousand yards less than Calvin Johnson. But a lot more than Julian Edelman. But he's not in the Hall of Fame conversation. But whatever, let's move on to my next Green Bay Packer wide receiver, Donald Fucking Driver, seven hundred and forty-three receptions, ten thousand one hundred and thirty-seven receiving yards, sixty-one touchdowns. Way better than Julian Edelman, but not being mentioned for the Hall of Fame. Ridiculous.
0: Hey. again. Bears fans saying it. Up and down. Donald Driver was a bad
1: motherfucker. He was. An amazing wide receiver, but not getting talked about. But let's go ahead and talk about uh, – let's go ahead and talk about – oh, God, it's going to hurt me. Brandon Marshall, wide receiver for the Chicago Bears and Denver Broncos. The dude and was Miami a monster. And the Mets. And the Miami – and the Jets. His One of his best years was with the Jets. The dude literally played with multiple teams. He's in the top 20 or 25 stats of every receiving yards, every single touchdown, every receiving stat you can be in. He's in the top 20, 25 of every category of every category. And we're not mentioning Brandon Marshall for the Hall of Fame, but we're talking about fucking Julian Edelman. Okay, that's ridiculous. I mean, I'm trying to get my computer to pull up, but it's running a little slow so I can keep up with it. Brandon Marshall, I got the corner, the linebacker instead of the wide receiver pulled up. Well, <laughs> hey, that happens. That happens, right? Yeah. Hey. So Brandon Marshall has twelve thousand three hundred and fifty-one receiving yards, nine hundred and seventy receptions, and eighty-three touchdowns. But he and he retired. When did he retire? He retired he in twenty eighteen. Got- so he's he's eligible in two years. But he also not has the NFL
0: single, single game
1: uh, single <laughs> game record
0: for receptions in a game. Yes, he does. Oh. You're
1: for- yes. So. Not being talked about. He is a one-time All-Pro Bowler, and he is a six-time Pro Bowler. Pro Bowlers don't really mean anything, but that's a different story for a different day. One-time All-Pro.
0: Uh, hey, but, apparently they do for the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Apparently you
1: need a Pro Bowl. Yeah. All right. That, but let's go ahead and talk I about I don't know that Hines. I necessarily
0: agree with myself. But.
1: Yeah. Heinz Ward. Heinz Ward has been retired since 2011. 2011. Okay, he's he's eligible. He's been eligible. He can't even make the finalist list because of the wide receiver backup. The dude has twelve thousand receiving yards, eighty-five touchdowns, a thousand receptions, but the man can't get in the Hall of Fame. But we're talking about Julian Edelman being in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, well, he, that. he, he cha- yeah he broke multiple jaws, Wait. multiple jaws hey, in I, the NFL.
0: Can I say? Can I say one more name? Who? Wayne crebet My boy. Wayne. Five. Two 180
2: receptions. Seven thousand three hundred
0: and sixty five yards, forty one touchdowns. Wayne crebet number eighty. Come on, boys. New
2: York. Oh, Jets. I, love, I love him from Wayne Don't uh, Wayne don't
1: crebet. let these don't mm-hmm. let these stats fool you because it's lower than Julian. The 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 league it changed from year. No 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 no. no. Wayne has, Wayne has
0: outside of touchdowns, better career stats than Julian. No. Why is no, Wayne okay. not in the Hall of Fame? You, when, <laughs> as a 5'10 as, as walk-on. Wasn't
1: even drafted. Yeah. Neither was Julian. But get this crap out I'm of here. Get, Jul- out of get this crap out of here about Julian Edelman being a Hall of Famer. If you're putting Julian Edelman in the Hall of Fame for his playoff stats, then you are putting in James White into the Hall of Fame because James White might be the greatest player ever during the playoffs. He That man single-handedly Actually, won a fucking Super Bowl for the Patriots, James White. Who
0: was the Patriots receiver? He was number 87. I don't remember his name. I think his last name started with a G. Um, every time the playoffs came around, he studded the fuck out. I think he has almost like 1,000 career receiving yards in the playoffs for the Patriots. Incredible he
2: "Locked
0: on Oh yeah, Are no, no, no. He was Rock a receiver. There? Nope, nope, nope. This is during the first dynasty. I have mm-hmm. a team. Grable the- was still a player, not a coach. Mm-hmm. I had to look that well, up. That's what I'm, I'm not saying. Too sh- like th- th- this guy set a playoff record for receiving yards and you know touchdowns over over a span or whatever like that. But you know that's what he's known for. He doesn't do shit in the regular season. He's a Terry pedestrian Glenn. receiver. Terry T- Ly- no, 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 no. Terry, Glenn, Terry Glenn was 83. This guy was number, this guy was number 87.
2: Oh, he no.
1: Dane Looker? Like York, Dane Looker is 87 for the Patriots. Who? Dane Looker.
0: No, no I'll, I'll find it after we get off, I'm sure. But But, I mean, what I'm saying is, we're going off playoff stats, which we don't even measure in our league. Like, uh, how many how, how many career playoff uh, receptions, receiving yards, touchdowns is Jerry Rice out? David Gibbons.
1: David Gibbons. David Gibbons. You. Thank you.
0: Yeah, I know.
1: No. David Gibbons.
0: There it is. There it is. The dude, oh, wow. the dude racked up, like, like three, 400 yards in, like, a three-game span in the playoffs. Yeah. But- by the, way, stat for the hall of fame uh, I
2: said, which I don't, I don't necessarily agree win. with, I don't know what else. All
1: right there, Chris. We saved you, because you asked for it. Buy or sell Julian least... Edelman, Hall of Fame.
2: The haters have come to save the Patriots nation, even though he hates the Patriots. I am buying. <laughs> I only, thing, but not
1: <laughs> He's only doing that because post- of his playoff stats. Only reason.
2: Only reason he's putting not, in. Is because of his not because Dallas Hall of holiday. I'm not going to say from And
1: you are putting in Sherlyn Sharp if you're putting in fucking Wayne.
0: Matt. Matt Matt, Matt, Matt. Matt. This sure. guy's got. A, Chris has a lot of. Chris has a lot of dicks in his mouth right now. Don't interrupt him. All right.
2: You're right, I'm sorry. I, I, had, I got he this. A we'll sit, let's get his carry on stuck off. and Self, listen to this. He, he, he did stuff. say he was going to shit on your boy. I did say I was going to shit on Stone and I love, by the way, I love snow and so, man. Wait, listen to this. But, number one, when you think about 90s white listeners, I don't think about snow and stuff. And you're an idiot. You're sorry, an idiot. Dan. Sorry, I'm not a patent
1: fan. I'm you're not
2: biased.
1: <laughs> Sterling Sharp was one of the greatest wide receivers in the NFL during the 90s. That's not even a question. Look, the 90s in were the
0: dominated 90s. by the Sharp brothers. The yeah. 90s were dominated by the Sharp yeah. brothers, all right?
1: Well, and, yeah.
0: So, anyways. Sh- 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 Shannon Sharp, a Hall of Famer, wasn't even the best fucking football Sharp. player in his family. Yeah. And he said well, that Sterling in his
2: fucking late. old game but his problem, he, he's not, he's not, he's not, he wasn't in the day was, of age of okay, me. He's not been, he's not even close to, and by the way, this is no fault of his own, he's not close to knowing that he's out numbers. By, by the he player, time he did not have real cards. No one's playing a written, as mentioned, that he's he mention, he mention, close to knowing that he's got more than times more. He didn't have
1: he didn't have Brett Favre for a lot of his career. Oh no! no. He had uh, what? He had he Dave had Brett Favre to him.
2: The magician.
1: The magician. He had the magician. He did what not have. What year was Brett he drafted? So, I know about Sharp was that. Sharp know. was eighty eight. Mm. Sharp was drafted in nineteen eighty eight, the year I was born. First pick in the seventh or seventh pick. So yeah, he did not have. He didn't. He retired in nineteen ninety four. He was before Brett Favre. So he, oh, he had than the 99 playoff, man. You're sorry, I'm right, he did. But he he had he led the league in receptions yeah, that's... without Brett Favre. He led the league in touchdowns with Brett Favre. But the dude's a three-time pro bowler or three time no. all pro and a five-time pro bowler in a seven year career. Dude deserves to be in the fucking Hall of Fame. If you're putting Absolutely. in trade, if you're putting if you're putting 100%. in Terrell Davis and Gail Sayers and everybody no. who had an injury career injury ridden seasons and careers, you put in fucking Sheron sharp. That's my argument.
2: No, put in Terrell Davis. A- no, a- no, multi-time
0: All Pro, no, multi-time, no. pro- multi-time Pro Bowler, Super Bowl champion. Why the fuck not? Why the fuck not? Touchdowns? He under- from the yes, he does have a in Super Bowl. Yes, yes, he has one in a league where. You know, we're he
2: still is not. He does, we not. He does it. not have He, he, does didn't, not win have. he, he didn't win that. He wasn't on
1: that Super Bowl team. It was that 95. Was, uh, he, it, was, it was the year right before his injury. We won right after he Risen.
2: got on uh, Andre Risen. Okay, so. On that team.
0: Andre Ryzen in a. So he would have had a Super Bowl. that has been okay? Howard. You yeah. might as well give that yeah. man a
1: ring. Might as well give that man a ring. He would have been on that team if
2: it wasn't for now, the injury. his out of the one by then.
1: But again, yeah. Troll Davis, you put Troll Davis and you put in fucking Gail Sayers because of how dominant they were in their game.
2: But why did, put, why did people put Troll Davis in? Because he, he was dominant. Ducky, he had one of the most sexy performances in the Super Bowl. And this is my point, guys. You know, it is, people us. don't remember the regular season. They remember the playoffs. What you do in the playoffs, what you do in the Super Bowl, lasts forever.
1: So then so by your standards, James White, Mario Manningham, Steve Smith are all Hall of Famers. No. That's what you're telling me because they were great in the playoffs and made uh, they amazing had, plays.
2: No one in Edelman had numbers. So right. say no, Boy. Can, can we backtrack?
0: Can we backtrack for just a second? Who was the original uh list that you put out, Chris? Say what?
2: Who?
1: Chris? Who? He said he, he didn't
2: say a list, Corey. Oh, 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 oh. He said, "I Uh, no, smell um, loose. that was me. Right? That was my list. Yeah. But, uh, I, oh, I was calling the playoff numbers. Uh, only Hines highest that has more uh oh, numbers.
0: No, no, no. He, he, I'm, so, uh, I'm sorry. He, he was talking about Trail Davis, and you know, I kind of got a." agree with him. I don't remember till Terrell Davis for anything during the regular season. It's all about his migraines. It's all about his performance and some bulls. I mean he did have a short Nothing career due to injuries. Blessing, he, still, he, he still does have some pretty decent stats for, for, for a short time, but I, I I gotta agree with Chris man. Terrell Davis when you think about him, it's it's it, it is all about the playoffs. And he is an not
2: really right. feeling
0: uh, well, Jerry Rice has the stats. I, mean, back I up
2: know Jerry Rice right so. but no, I'm not but when we think about these like, we, we, we don't measure
0: the playoffs like that.
2: I know, but if you did, uh, it's like what saying, you say, Then put me in the whole thing. But. All right. So it's not, I mean, it's
1: not. Sterling Sharp's fault, he played with the fucking magic man. Well,
2: right. and, and it's, his not net, net, it's not Metatron's fault. You know but different. he the two
1: games Sterling Sharp played in, in the hall in the playoffs. He had 11 receptions for 229 yards and four touchdowns. So the
2: dude was the Lions.
1: Just saying. You're putting in Calvin Johnson hey, Matt, into I, the I, Hall of Fame on a shortened season and never played in the Hall of Fame. Or not what, in the Hall of Fame, but ever, never played in the in the playoffs. You, on a shitty team, you could put in Sherlyn Sharp on a shitty Packers team in the early 90s, late 80s. Look, Calvin Johnson just took the
0: Barry Sanders route as a receiver, okay? Same team, same situation, everything.
1: <laughs> That's his fault. He signed that contract but, right before. He could have left. Hey, he Matt, left.
0: I, I got a question for you, though. What? Jim McMahon not only got a – Super Bowl with the Bears but the Packers, but that uh Sterling Sharp doesn't
2: have a fucking ring. <laughs> it happens. Shit no,
1: happens.
2: Forget that Jim McMahon was on that Super Bowl. What what did I say to you about that
1: Jim McMahon? What did Jim McMahon say?
0: Hey, what what, what does my name say right now? <laughs> yeah, on, Jim McMahon the was hundred
1: percent right.
0: Yeah. God damn right <laughs> he was. Chicago is Jim. the place where receivers and
1: quarterbacks go to if you haven't seen this, Jim McMahon comes uh, out and says the Packers are the best organization he ever played for, and the Bears are where quarterbacks and receivers go to die. Just so you know, there's an article that where he says this personally. So, one hundred percent agree. One hundred percent. But you are just so. Re- Let's back up here a little bit. Give Chris his time again on Julian Edelman. So you're putting Julian Edelman in the Hall of Fame for his playoffs, and that is all your basis. No,
2: I didn't put But we had some net that, you know, John Nelson, going back that John Nelson knew, he had a tremendous playoff run. But he only right. had that one run. Wait, no, net up a, couple, a couple runs. Anyway. Right, Greg Jennings man, had an amazing playoff stat. But, anyways. Did they go touchdown passes, by the way? No. They didn't! <laughs> in. Bro, you're... you're... I, I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. I was like and so I, I'm saying someone in the did whole thing. But... That's what happens with... Still and so... That's what been sitting there waiting for... What? No and sucks in the title of 1995. No and sucks in the Hall of Fame. What is going on with the Hall of Fame the, there's, a, there's a
1: log jam. There, Pat, look how long it took for Jerry Kramer to get in. Jerry yeah. Kramer should have never waited as long as he did to get in the Hall of Fame.
0: Look, it's as simple as fucking this. Wayne Corbett, Troy Brown, Wes Welker, all these guys deserve to go in before Julian Nettleman. The, the,
1: there's no, no, no. always been... A, there's been a, a lot of I'm not even jam. saying
0: those four
1: I'm not There's even been saying those four jam. guys deserve to go. But what well, I'm well, saying is
0: well, Julian Ellman uh, isn't even he isn't even the third best fucking Patriots receiver that's eligible right now. Or in 2026 when he's 20. eligible. He's not. He's not. He's not. Julian Ellman does not belong in the Hall of Fame. He's not not, not, not
2: unless
0: we include not, not unless we include playoff stats. It, it, it,
1: if
0: you talk to a lot of added I on mean, to everybody, yeah. look, I, you I qualify for the postseason and you are able to rack on five hundred receiving yards in the postseason. That should fucking count for you. That, that was one season, baby. It's the playoffs are about. That's that's what being a good team is about. But they're not. It's not a. It's not something to look at. So but until it is, player, then, Julian then, Edelman doesn't deserve you know it.
2: in the playoffs it speaks volumes about who you are. I mean, he saved the Patriots Super Bowl against the Atlanta Falcons when he made that tremendous hit. James White, you know, what he didn't about Super Bowls that time, Brady. James White doesn't have that in if someone else doesn't make that hit. Where it looks like He's That's what I'm saying. It looks like
1: someone in But my point is, is that you're putting in Julian for his Hall of Fame stats. You're putting James White in for his playoff stats too. What it comes down to, if you're putting Julian in because of his playoff stats, you have to put in James White because James White's playoff stats are ridiculous. His Super Bowl play- performances have been ridiculous. Look, what if the NFL adopted? What if the NFL
0: adopted some kind of policy to where? When you have this kind of logjam with a certain position, say receivers, you look to the playoff stats. You know, maybe that's the extra thing that no gets you and over the next guy. Like hey, that. Calvin and Johnson and right never gets in. Calvin Johnson never
2: gets in. Calvin Calvin Johnson still gets in. He's the only two thousand yard he's receiver. What happened with Calvin which, Johnson in twenty and twenty in twenty and twenty in twenty? Like, oh, how
0: that play right now. Look, look what it comes down to is talent. That's that's what it needs to be. I had this argument with my father and his best friend. Uh oh man, we were in Derby, Italy, so that's gotta be two thousand four something like that. Terrell Owens is still with the 49ers going on a tear. And I'm having an argument about whether or not he'll make the Hall of Fame because of his off-the-field antics. You know, him doing...
1: Everybody had that argument with Terrell Owens, though. I'm about to meet. And it didn't cost him you. You know, it cost him one. He got in the I year.
2: not
1: And it shouldn't have. No, it shouldn't have. That was bull no. That's just pettiness by the NFL. Was stupid. That was stupid. It should have been a
0: first-bound Hall of Famer. And that's why he fucking went to his little college and had a ceremony there.
1: I don't blame him. That was That was... That was a petty move by the NFL, and then it was followed up by a petty move by the
2: player. Damn but, right. Damn right. But that felt about I did not blame him for that. No, and you can't. I understand
1: it. He he got screwed. I mean, he he he's the second greatest wide receiver of all time.
2: Yeah. And, and he did it on multiple teams.
1: Yes, he's another one who did it on multiple teams. But this is not, again, this is not it's, personally attacking Julian Edelman. This is just the man. I got to ask, what,
0: what is what is that knock, playing for, for multiple teams and being successful places? Terrell Owens was a 1,000-yard receiver on every team that he played for. Brandon Marshall, no. damn near the same thing. I think Sam's a year or two. Probably not.
2: Nah, m- He's saying bro, he did it on multiple teams. Terrell Owens was, was a
0: 1,000-yard receiver on every team. Terrell Owens was at least a 900-yard receiver on every freaking team that he played for, barring an the injury Daniels? like the Eagles that the year. Daniels? Then when he came back to...
1: He had eight 900 yards that year. And he had nine, He uh, he almost had 1,000 yards so- with the Bengals. He had 983 yards. The Buffalo Bills, 829. His lowest season because of injuries was with the Philadelphia
2: Eagles. With Clinton,
1: <laughs> he, his lowest was... In Philadelphia, it was seven games and he had the seven hundred and sixty-three yards in seven games. Was that for fifteen? Minutes. His He's rookie finished. year, five twenty. His rookie year, but that's a rookie year. Oh, so that, you know, if if
0: if he never got injured, he would have been our first two thousand-yard receiver. Oh, yeah. Yeah. him and Donovan were magical. Him and Donovan were magical. They can hate each other all they want.
1: No, his worst, his best well, years good. were his best years were in a. San Francisco, 1451 was his most receiving yards. He never broke more than 12. Oh, no, he did break. Yeah, he never broke 1,200 yards in uh, Philadelphia. He broke 1,300 well, you gotta think, in Dallas.
0: I mean, he had, he had Jerry Rice on the other side drawing those double teams. I mean, Tio had a lot of room to work. Yeah. But even after that, even, you know, once he became the man, he's still a 1,100 yard fucking receiver
1: year uh, in, year out. Let's go ahead and keep moving to our next buy-sell. This one should be a little bit quicker. Talk about T.O. all damn day. Yeah. Um, Is the MLB play review broken? And I'm just going to go ahead and jump in. Yes, it's completely broken. This is being brought up because I know it's been even a week. But the Atlanta Braves getting screwed out of a win against the Philadelphia Phillies with that horrible call. Obvious evidence that the play – the, 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 the runner never touched home base, and they're calling him safe. And he got tagged and never touched home base, and you call him safe and score, to let the Philadelphia Phillies win the game. This comes down to that the umps and the unwritten rules of baseball, that's why baseball is a dying sport, is because all these unwritten rules and that the league allows these mistakes to keep happening because that's how it's always been done. Baseball needs to start adapting or it will die. They need to bring in a new review system because you are still allowing the on-field ump to make the decision, which is obvious wrong most of the times. Because at the same time with the fucking Braves fiasco, you had the Mets fiasco happen the same time, around the same day, and then we just had it again the other day. Today, I think it happened again. So the review system is broken. Something needs to change. It needs to be more like the foot, like NFL. You need to tell us why they're re- what they're reviewing. Tell us why and why you kept it or why you didn't change it. You know you have you have to give us more information, and it needs to be somebody else making the decision because obviously these Umps will not make the right call when the video evidence proves it. Corey, buy or sell the review system, and MLB is broken. I mean, like you said,
0: I don't watch enough baseball to uh, to make a buy or sell argument here, but I will say. I'm not sure why they you don't know, kind of adopt an NFL version of it where, you know, they radio back to New York or wherever they have headquarters to get a better call on, on you know on the play.
1: They do radio back to New York, but it still comes down to the ump on the field. And then and like unlike right. and, and unlike ba- and unlike football, baseball does not tell you. They just literally go.
2: Whatever. They don't.
0: They don't, they, don't, they don't tell you anything. They, no. they there's, 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 there's no accountability. And you know, yeah. The, I only made it to the high school level playing baseball, but it was the same thing. Like it's, it's pulling teeth from a donkey trying to get a ref to explain why he made a fucking call. Good
1: luck. And that's why baseball needs a lot of adapting. But Chris, buy or sell? I'm
2: buying. It. I'm buying. The home play of the well. You know, that was is just issue. Ever since they adopted this, it's broken. You know? um, here's the reason why I, I figured this out up uh, ago. The reason why the umpires won't wear microphones is, is they're not comfortable wearing a microphone. Just find a goddamn umpire who's comfortable wearing it. A microphone, or just get somebody else to fucking do it. Yeah, I'm so
1: mad right now. The one game I can't watch of the Braves is that when they go off 13 to three on the fucking Cubs, and they just hit a grand slam.
2: <laughs> oh, now they win. They win today, and win for me yesterday. Son of yeah, <laughs> of <them>. yeah. Anyways, <laughs> No, and then you had you had the 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 Miami Marlins getting screwed because we can't look at it instant replay it and only do so much. Why?
1: Yep, sure
2: can. Why, can't, why isn't every call normal? but what is like,
1: That comes down to football too. Football's you're supposed not
2: really to new. get the call right. Mm-hmm.
1: You're right. And that's the problem. They don't want to get the call right. These umps in all sports do not have enough accountability. They need to be held to a higher standard. I know we've been down this road many a times on this podcast, bitching about umps and refs, that they need to be held accountable. If players can be suspended and fined, so should the umps. That needs to be the only that's the only way the leagues are gonna change and things are gonna change with these umps. And know how <laughs> Robot strike zone. Amen. Give us some robot strike zone because the strike zone is not fair. It is ridiculous on how wide it is for teams. Like the uh, you you see it with the home up that they call it so differently for two different teams. If you're gonna call it fair, whatever. But when you're gonna call the strike zone so much wider for one team and so much smaller for the other team, then you what it.
2: You see it. Not all. the all. Mm-hmm. Well, fucking, the, it was happening to the Braves
1: in multiple. Uh, series this year already. I watched the Braves game, and I'm watching strikes be called against us, and then we throw the exact same pitch, and they're calling them fucking balls. It's like you
2: you need I to. I, mean, have, I would rather have I would have a robot side zone. I don't I'm not getting the calls. I'm, like, I'm not getting the that I'm not. That's fine. You yeah. Know?
1: Same here. Yeah. But. Yeah. I respect
0: consistency, and again, like I said, high school. I'm okay with a guy calling a fucking wide strike zone if he's calling it for both teams. That's okay. That's you. That that's that that's what you're calling. That's fine. But yeah, it, 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 if you're doing it one way, it's got it. has got to be in there. other
2: continuity. Yeah, noon. yeah.
0: Continuity.
1: Yep. Yeah. But synergy. Okay. Moving on to our last subject for this week is quit playing. And, Corey, I know I talked to you about it. I don't know if you ended up wanting to talk about Logan Paul or whatever your quit plan is this week, but what you got for us?
0: Yeah, no, that's where I'm going. Uh, I mean, really, I'm just ready for this guy to fight a real fighter. Uh, I mean, he's trying to be a boxer, so fight a boxer. Fight a striker. Stop fighting NBA players. Stop fighting other YouTube personalities. Stop fighting – oh, wait, that was his brother. You know, stop fighting. You know, wrestlers fight a boxer, fight a striker, fight Conor I McGregor. Go
2: ahead.
1: I, I think everybody would just pay to watch him get his ass knocked out at this point. Am I the only one who would pay to watch him actually I get his ass, his
2: ass? Getting... I would pay a lot for getting I would pay
0: hundred dollars for his pay per view if he said, "Hey, I'm fighting Mike Tyson. He's gonna knock my ass into the next fucking shadow room. We get all of my that. money, sir." You get you know,
1: all of my money, sir. Here, here. Just here's a briefcase full of money. <laughs> just I I mean, yeah. All right, Please here's my I have another. Yes. This one's going to be a little controversial with probably our listeners and other people out there, but I really don't care because it needs to be spoken into the world. Quit playing about women's sports. Quit playing that's like – you want to talk about these women. This is nothing about women's argument. You can throw me any argument you want to about the USA women's soccer team. They are ten times better than our male soccer team. But guess what? I've been to two women's national inter- games, two of them, part of the freaking uh, hooligans. Yeah, I can't think of their damn name. American Outlaws. I have been to two of their games, and they bring nobody to the stadium. They barely sell it. I went to a small little stadium in Cary, North Carolina, and they barely sold that thing out. And and it's a small little stadium. It's a practice stadium. And they couldn't sell it out. And they're the women national team who have won three World Cups. You got these women at the collegiate level, WNBA. You bitch about the equal rights and equal pay. Then go to the game. Buy their jerseys. Go to the games, buy season tickets, endorse them, get sponsors. But guess what? Until then, stop bitching about equal pay because guess what? The revenue is not there. The people are not there. The sponsorships are not there. There's a reason at WNBA Games don't get aired because nobody watches them. Nobody goes to the games. That You get free tickets to move down because they can't fill in a fucking stadium. I went to college. At the University of Central Missouri. Love my Central Missouri Jennies. They were amazing. But guess what? I would go to all their games. And I can tell you right now, they would be like 100 people in a women's game. But as soon as that men's basketball game came in, that stadium got filled up in a heart second. Stop talking that women should get equal rights. They should. No, hands down. But stop talking about pay pay at the same level as men's pay. If you want them to get paid that, Go to the games, sponsor them, watch them, stop talking about it because that's not fair that they don't make the same amount of money for playing the same sport. They can't pay them a hundred million dollar contract when the league doesn't make a hundred million dollars in a single fucking season. So shut up with that. Okay? It's not it's it's nothing against them. Make them go to them games. Like I can say it a hundred times. Stop bitching. Guess what? Life's not fair. That's part of it. But people don't want to watch it. You can ask a lot of women. Women don't watch women's sports because they're not as entertaining. They're not as fun. Corey said it earlier. He doesn't want to watch professionals miss five layups in a row because they can't fucking shoot. Everybody says, well, the fundamentals are better. They're not.
0: Hey, hey, Stop. hey, hey. hey. Way to put me on the
2: You're welcome. Hey, Corey. hey, 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 I won't it this, slow. Women women's doing a lot than men. 100%. You 100%. Know, you know, stop talking and do something.
1: Exactly. Stop right. talking and actually do. That's it. That's what it comes down to. I enjoy which, watching honestly, soccer more than men's soccer. But guess what? Yes. Not enough people do. 100% 100%. They don't have the follow
0: through, they don't have enough people watching, which. It sucks because they're the more talented team, but
1: you no, know what we are.
0: Where a lot of
2: about it.
1: Yeah, sorry. Stop. I, I just hate it. Stop bitching about something and not do anything about it. That's Although what I, it comes I, down
0: to. I do feel like soccer is one of the uh, equalizing sports where you can have a co-ed team. Obviously, you might not have the leg power of a woman as a you man, can. but I don't.
1: I, I don't. It, it, they oh. don't have the the speed. They don't have the speed. To make, they don't have the most of them don't have the speed to keep up with the men.
0: They the fitness, same, th- same, same thing in football. Same thing in basketball. Same thing in baseball. Technical skill, passing, leadership—all these things play a factor. No,
2: that, and it's and that, not true in baseball. And baseball,
1: maybe. they could. They couldn't throw ninety, hundred mile per hour.
2: I'm not saying hit, 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 uh, hit, first hour, that they uh throw you know, a hundred miles an hour. Men and women. It doesn't mean that throw no something that no have to throw hundred miles an hour. Let's not invent more of that.
0: Yeah, but let me ask you this: what what sport do you guys see integrating
1: first between men and women? Professional? It would be soccer. Soccer's the easiest.
2: But uh, you know, they, you don't think football? Football never. No, 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 no. no, you can't do Are football. teams kicking? kicking? You, I mean, that it's already happened no, yeah, in college. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. That's already happened with kicking. But, I mean, the Vanderbilt girl could barely kick it. Out. I mean, good for her. Congratulations. But she didn't. I mean, she is nowhere near the best kicker. Why she was the first, nothing against her. I mean, I could name a whole bunch of better kickers. Why she was the first is, I don't know. I mean, they never let her kick a field goal.
2: They never really try to save his job.
1: Yeah, but Carly Lloyd was talked about multiple times for NFL teams. But it never
2: happened. And in those uh, places in the league.
1: We don't know. Yeah. But Cor- or, uh, Chris, what's your quick plane?
2: Oh. My quick plane is these old people. Shout out to my friend Brian Jan on Twitter. Complaining about the seven innings, no more heaven. Oh, no, no, it's not seven innings, no not heaven. Sorry, my that. I love that, by the way. Um, the, the the guy
1: on seven innings.
2: Oh, well, yeah. There we go. Sorry.
1: Jesus, that took a while to get to, but we're there.
2: I'm <laughs> um, complaining, complaining about it. Because, oh, it's not fair. Therefore, i lose. not winning. That's a one-on-one thing. It's not like you no, know, they don't yeah. have a fair chance. It is like football in college. You
1: you both get an opportunity to score before. It's not like. Pros, if one te- the first team scores a touchdown, the other team doesn't get a chance. In right. MLB, you actually both get a chance to score, just like college football. You both get a chance to score.
2: And my father and Grant about how he hates it. The, the Minnesota Twins network was crying as they lost to the Tigers on A lot of that. Quit playing! Come on, you guys had a chance to win the button game. And then get a rubber club. Quit playing. There's new rules of great because, number one, no one wants to see a 19-minute ball game. That is fucking boring. Number two, no one wants to bullpen pass when they have a five-inch schedule in a week. The, the players don't want that. The players don't want that. The dollars don't want that. No one does. Quit playing with this. The new x rules
1: rules on the shit and y'all need to go fuck up. Yeah. Couldn't have said it better. I mean, just quit playing there, people. But that is it for this week's show. We thank you for listening. Um, we know we had to talked too much bears, but you know that's part of it when you have a bears guest on. Um hey. But uh, thank you for listening to the All-Time Misted Podcast. This is yours truly, Little B at Brunelli Sports.
2: Chris? No, this is hey, Thanks to everybody who listened to the podcast last week and had thank you. thank you. Thank
1: you, thank you, thank you, thank you,
2: And don't forget to break your hair.
1: Yeah. And then, of course, thank you, Corey, for joining us again this week. We appreciate you. You're a great guest. Uh, Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at the All Time Misfit Podcast, which is at ATG Misfit Podcast. And then you can find us on Facebook at the All Time Misfit Podcast. Don't forget to like us and subscribe on iTunes. But that's it for this week. Thank you very much and have a great week.